Her sister was so special, so perfect, and dead. This week on the podcast, VC Andrews is my sweet Audrina. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And yes, this week, My Sweet Audrina by V.C. Andrews. My sweet, sweet, sweet Audrina. <laughs> um, I almost told, told Kelly that I was going to make this joke during the, on the podcast, so I'm just going to get to it. This book should be called Trigger Warning. The Audrina Adair story. Listen, any kind of thing that could upset you is in this happens book. in this book to Audrina. <laughs> I finished this book at 2.30 a.m. last night, and I went to bed feeling crazy. And then I woke up and I felt even crazier. This book is insane, and it made me feel insane in return. I felt physically ill reading yes. this book. Um, I read it in two sittings. Mm-hmm. Me as well. It's 527 pages of violence and drama. Uh, sexual violence, manipulation, lies. Physical violence, emotional violence. Uh, uh, um, sexual addiction. Um, yes. Sexual repression. Um, uh, alive sisters, dead I don't, sisters, I don't even fake know. sisters. I, I have so much to say, and I don't know where to begin. Well, we could begin. I could read the back of the book, yes, and that could give us from there. like vague framing. Yes. Adrina Adair wanted so to be as good as her sister. She knew her father could not love her as he loved her sister. Her sister was so special, so perfect, and dead. Now she will come face to face with the dangerous, terrifying secret that everyone knows. <laughs> everyone except my sweet Audrina. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kelly. <laughs> and yet fitting. Listen, if you thought that voice was gross, it's because this entire damn book is gross. It's so gross. Oh, oh my God. God. This, this book. This book. I can't. Oh, this book. So. <laughs> All right, so here's the plot of the book. There's a girl. Mm. Her name is Audrina Adair. She is seven years old at the start, and she is told she has an older sister, also named Audrina, who was raped and killed in the woods by a group of town's boys who were her age, like about her age. I think they were... Around her age or Vera's age, because she is... Yeah, maybe like 12. Yeah. But they're like villagers, which they keep saying in the book. When I was village. like, what time period <laughs> what is this year? book? I was so it confused. It has to be the 60s, right? I mean... 60s or 70s? I guess, but like I was so like discombobulated that when they <laughs> mentioned... about as discombobulated as Audrina in this book. <laughs> no, if you want to experience like loss of time, like <laughs> And like confusion. holes in your memory. Like I woke up... Feeling so weird and bad and like, like angry. I was upset. I, I was really upset. upset. I woke up downtrodden. Yeah, and that's I woke because up angry. This book. I woke up victimized by this book. Yeah, 
So she's told that she had this older sister, also named Audrina, who died exactly nine years before she was born. Like on her birthday. Yes. They tell her that she was born on the ninth anniversary of Audrina's death. And Audrina or- got attacked because she didn't listen to yes. her parents about going of- through the woods. And they constantly are telling her this. They're like, yes. never go through the woods. We told your dead sister not to go through the woods. And she did. And she did. And she got raped and killed. Also, your dead sister was perfect and wonderful. And her dad. Oh, my God. Damien. Like Damien? every night. Damien? Dad, Damien Adair, who's very handsome and kind of reminds me of Rhett Butler. Oh. I kind of picture, mm-hmm. I said the same thing with Flowers in the Attic, which B.C. Andrews also wrote, mm-hmm. which is, I just picture this, like, swarthy, yeah. dark-haired, impeccably dressed He rogue. is so upset. He's very, yes, and he's very, like, rakish and, like, very charming and charismatic, but also, and, like, like straight-up evil. But a fucking asshole. Yeah, so he makes her sit in a rocking chair that belonged to Audri- dead Audrina the, the first and best Audrina's bedroom where all the is, toys are and which second and worst Audrina isn't allowed to go in There's except a they never go into that they is there a padlock there is a padlock but here's the thing so there's a padlock which Damien keeps the silver key on his pocket, but then, of course, fucking Vera, fucking who's Vera, constantly up to something more insane than anyone in the book, okay, including if, Audrina, who can't remember anything. If you want a prime example, like the quintessential capital K, all caps, cunt, oh this my, girl has got it. She can't. The word cunt doesn't even get close to no, what Vera is. Vera, Vera is, in fact, a new term for cunt. It goes, it goes, hashtag capital, all caps cunt. That was previous. And then hashtag all caps Vera. Yeah, it go, okay, it, Vera. It goes yeah. cunt to Vera. Vera. Because Vera is chaotic evil. She <laughs> is so fucking evil. She's so fucking evil. So, She's so evil. I can't. I can't. So... So Damien sits right. Audrina in this black rocking chair in the first and best Audrina's. They always say it that way. They always That's say the first and best Audrina's room. The first and best Audrina's room. And he says, rock in the rocking chair. Ew. And, and you I, will. I have a specific quote that he says. Okay. This is the what he says to her. Empty picture. <laughs> it is disgusting. I wanted to throw up. Okay. <laughs> he says. Become the empty pitcher that fills with everything wonderful. <laughs> ew, Damien. <laughs> Fucking ew. So he tells her that if she just rocks in the chair, she will remember or she will see first and best Audrina's death. Or no, no, no. She'll, he doesn't, no, no, he doesn't say want that. that. He, doesn't he doesn't want even say that. that. So he says, rock in the rocking chair and you will fill with first and best Audrina's gifts yeah it's like her vibes like like she just was this amazing they never say what the gifts are no find out at the end of the book what the fuck that means so he's like you will fill with her gifts but every time she gets in the chair all she sees is first and best adrena's rape and death yeah well she's like just straight up having like ptsd flashbacks every time because you guess it within like a three pages of the like, book. Instantly. There is no first and best Audrina. There's only Audrina. Yeah. Audrina was the one who was raped and she didn't die. She stumbled home. And then, all right, so we'll get to how all of that <laughs> happened. But anyway, you guess it immediately. There is no other Audrina. Mm-hmm. 
So every time she goes to sit in this rocking chair, which her fucking dad should know. Yeah. And why is then why does he keep putting her in the rocking chair if she keeps flashing back to this horrible incident? It is so, so he puts her in the rocking chair hoping that she will move past that horrible memory and become who she was before it happened. Like which he's was just, just trying to this undo delightful it. child. Yeah. Those are the gifts is that she just brought joy to everybody around her. She was friendly, she was outgoing, yeah. she but just at the made same everyone time, happy. She also and this is like like kind of the like smash the patriarchy like undertones in this book, mm-hmm. which is like she just blindly accepted like everything he said and did. And uh he like wants to revert her back to that. He wants to wipe like wipe it clean. Because oh, because she was raped. She yeah. doesn't trust any man now. Oh yeah. Now she's terrified her of father. Men. Yeah. So but also, like, her dad and, is, like, and, constantly telling her, like, don't let boys come near you. Like, you know what they're going to yeah, do. Yeah, so he's just imparting more trauma yeah, and fear into her about men. And she's not and allowed to go to school. Reason, she's not allowed to go to school. They keep her in the house. They tell her that she's seven when she is, in fact, still nine years old. It's horrifying. They're trying to, they're trying to reboot Audrina. Yeah. They're trying to straight up reboot, reboot her. Audrina. Like a robot. And... So what happened after the rape is that she was going crazy. She kept trying to hurt herself. Yeah. She was suicidal. She wanted to jump out of a window. So they took her to a psychiatrist and they started giving her electroshock treatments. Yeah. Because of that, she started getting some holes in her memory. And they were constantly, like, dosing her with... Uh, like tranquilizers. Tranquilizers yeah. when she had, quote, headaches, which I'm assuming are just like memories. And then the every time she would start to remember, like, they'd be like, no, 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 it wasn't you. That was to your sister, the other Audrina. Remember? Yeah, they keep acting like her flashbacks are her, like, intuiting her sister's death. Which or something. is fucking, That's fucking crazy. crazy. So instead of keep, instead of continuing to take her to the psychiatrist, they instead bring her home. They're like, you know what? We're just not going to let her outside. They don't let her out. We're going to pretend there was a different Audrina. <laughs> and we're going to try to reboot her. So we're going to just like s- tell her she's seven. And then we'll just like s- bit by bit speed up time and eventually oh tell her God. she's 11. Except, okay, we have to go. there's two years of this. We have to go through the things that they do to <laughs> confuse her insane. about time. It's they insane. have thousands of clocks all set. To different times uh-huh. that all chime different times. The the dad gets different newspapers and stuffs them in the mailbox. Uh-huh. So old newspapers. Old newspapers. So she doesn't know what date so or time it is. all the newspapers have different dates. They keep them all in the attic. Yeah. And they tell her, like, oh, we're keeping those for so that our, our like, descendants can sell them for yeah, money. I don't know what the, like, ugh. who cares? I mean, kids buy that kind of shit, I guess. Like, they understand, they believe it. Um, oh, and then they, uh, mom and, uh, uh, so Lucky, who's Aunt the mom. Elsbeth? And Aunt Elsbeth. All right. Hold- this is my favorite part, is that they faked weekly tea times that, in fact, took place, like, two Twice days apart. Yes. yes. So they pretended. <laughs> fucking fuck they would pretend and the tea times what were those tea times i so like, they were they would so fucking crazy insane so they would they're like oh audrina 
a second, Andrina. Your mom and Aunt Elsbeth hold weekly Tuesday tea times where they pretend that they're inviting their very good friend, Mercy, Mercy Marie. Yes. To tea. But really all they do is they set up a picture of Mercy Marie. Because she's dead. Aunt Mercy Well, they Marie. don't know where she is. She disappeared in Africa. She disappeared in Africa. <laughs> Who fucking cares? They that. put her picture They're up. just like, that's a detail where they're like, oh, she wants to be a miss- missionary. She disappeared in Africa. The mom and Aunt Elsbeth assume she's dead. That she's yeah. like killed by cannibals and yeah. eaten. And the dad is like, no, she married an African man. They, they uh, worship a larger female form and also the dad is like <laughs> i'm not gonna be here for this like this this thing is even too crazy for me and so so they talk yeah as though they are mercy marie and as each other and they like they put but on top every, of the piano yeah. the picture yeah and like do a fake voice for mercy marie but basically just to air their dirty laundry yeah. at each other the whole everything they say to mercy marie and back as Mercy Marie is just to fucking insult one another. Also, they're loaded. They they're are so, so fucking drunk. Because they're, they're just drinking bourbon. Drunk. Nonstop. And then they make Audrina be present for oh this. My God. <laughs> they're like, oh, our daughter is so traumatized. You know what? We're just going to sit her down while we have a, t- a fake tea party with our dead friend and talk like we're her and insult each other while we're drunk. This will do some good for also, Audrina. they all dress to the nines. Yes. They're all looking the best <laughs> they've ever looked, like sitting down, like getting just fucking wasted, like just dragging each other and also like kind of dragging Audrina because... There's there's something else to unravel here, which is that Aunt Elsbeth and her daughter Vera, uh huh, hashtag all caps Vera, hashtag all ta- hashtag all caps Vera, moved to the house which is Whitefern Manor, moved to Whitefern when Vera was one. When Vera was one, uh, and they are all like, okay, this is an illegitimate child of Elsbeth's in order to protect her, um. Name, her name, reputation. Yeah. Uh, we're going to pretend that she's also Lucille slash Lucky and um, Damien's other daughter. And by slash Lucky, that's just her nickname. Yeah, her nickname. She is not two people. No. Although I, I wouldn't put it past this book to yeah. do that. I mean, sure. So they do that. They tell Audrina this is taking place on a weekly basis mm-hmm. when, in fact, it's happening twice a week so that they confuse Audrina about time. Yeah. All the while, Vera's still going to school like normal. Oh, yeah. Vera's being ignored, um, mistreated, mistreated, like nobody starved of love. Nobody likes her and she knows and that sucks. But, but also, she's also trying to like her. She's also they like are super trying, evil. For all that like the book is like, oh, poor Vera, starved of love. It's like, ah. Uh, they were there was some attempts, and, and she's fucking crazy. Yeah, she like she burned every attempt to the ground. Cunt. No, she's my god. She is my fu- such like, a cunt. There okay. is no okay. overstating how much of a cunt Vera is. It's you like, guys think we're take exaggerating, Lita? Sure, and then add in like a bit of a rapist. Hmm. And, like, kind of a serial killer. She's a sociopath. 
Oh, absolutely. She's a narcissist. She is. She is evil. She's truly. Like she's an evil. evil. And I mean, you know, her mom actually like pretty much never loved her. I think, or like never. I'd say Damien and Lucky tried sometimes to love her, but her mom, I think, hated her because she like represented. Because at first she was like, oh, great. He'll take me in when he sees the baby. Yeah, because Vera is Damien's illegitimate child. Because yeah. he was seeing Lucietta's sister, Elsbeth, first, and then rejected her for Lucietta. And so Elsbeth took off pregnant, came back a year later thinking like, oh, Vera is so pretty. Yeah. I'm sure Damien will accept me now. No. No, because Lucky is beautiful, and that's all he cares about. He's a beautiful woman. <laughs> uh-huh. And so they're doing all of this trickery. All the time. All it is the time. This is another example She keeps of asking how old she is. She's people, like, how old am I? I can't remember any birthday parties. Yeah, and they're like, we don't anything have birthday parties. Seven. And they're like, no, 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 you're seven. Don't worry about it. And then out of nowhere, to Audrina and the reader... Suddenly, her dad is like, happy birthday, you're nine. And she's like, I would swear I was just seven. Because the whole time she's saying she's seven. So this is like... You guys just said I was seven. She's a like, oh, unreliable your, your narrator. Your poor Swiss cheese memory, Audrina. Oh my God, everyone keeps calling it a fucking Swiss, Swiss cheese, cheese memory. Um, but like, it is, it, it is intense how busy everyone has to be. Because this is another yeah. example of like of very, very busy characters that, like, have to do so many things behind the scenes to, like, keep up the farce. Because they're all, like, constantly working to keep, like, Audrina from realizing she is Audrina. And all she does is ask All she does is ask questions. Which indicate that she is yeah. first and best Audrina. She's like, but what happened? And they're like, uh, no, we're, like, also, oh, they act poor memory. so fucking sketchy. Because, like, she'll be like, oh, um... Like, she'll ask, sometimes she'll ask a completely benign benign question, and they'll be like, what did Vera tell you? Yeah. Because the and it's whole, like, how is she not figuring yeah. this out? Because you guys act so fucking sketchy every time she every asks single a time. question. And it's like, if Vera tells her, I'm just trying to cure her. And then the whole time, second Audrina's like, what are they talking about, I wonder? I know. <laughs> like, you. They're talking yeah. about you. What do you fucking think? What the fuck? All anyone in this house cares about is you. What do you you're think like, they're fucking talking you're about? You're 11. Yeah. Come on. You are 37. Yeah. <laughs> you are 1,200 years old. <laughs> you're an immortal being. How do you not know that? You're a vampire. How do you not understand this? Oh, my God. So <laughs> the whole time she's just like, huh? Um, which, okay, fine. She had electroshock therapy and has had, like, her parents during her formative years lie to her and tell her she's someone yes. else. It's insanity. So Vera is okay. A we've teased at it, nightmare. But she is like legit, like next level evil. Evil. Like I don't think we've <laughs> ever seen someone I am this trying evil. Trying to think of a character. She is like. I'm trying to think of another character that she's like, and I just can't. Well, first things she first. Is Lolita plus someone, but like evil. She's evil Lolita. But, like, yeah, because she, so she, we have, like, a dichotomy here, like, of the, uh, it's almost Madonna whore, but not. Because I was going to say that. It's, like, throughout I was, like, uh, it's so, like, virgin slut. But at the same time, I'm, like, no, Vera's a slut. Yeah. <laughs> Vera's a fucking 
like sex addict. Yeah. Using it. She is constantly uh, both aware of her sexuality and like literally like waving it around in everybody's face the whole time. She's 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 all right. There is a scene where Audrina comes home and Vera's they're both a little older. Vera's like what, 14? Uh 13, yeah. 14? Uh, yeah. And the mom has been the mom, the mom died. died. Lucky in died. childbirth. She had this premature daughter named Sylvia. Oh my who, god. Dear Lord, we were we will get to. Oh God. Sylvia. Sylvia. <laughs> Like we don't even have to really make comments about no, it. No, you can if just, we just tell you sat what happened here and tell you what happened. It would be enough. So, Vera is like on the mom's chaise lounge, this like purple chaise lounge, and reading a romance ro- romance novel. Yeah, one and of as, the dead mom's romance yeah, novels. As Audrina walks in, she catches Vera fondling her own breasts. And then starting to masturbate. And Vera sees that she's there. And it's like, fuck off, Audrina. And keeps yeah. masturbating. She literally, while masturbating, says, what are you, a babe in the woods? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Vera. Because she knows Audrina was raped. Yeah. No, she knows she is it. A fucking we'll go ahead and psycho. jump to the end. She arranged the rape. She is. Vera arranged Audrina's rape. <laughs> It was like, so this girl is internalized misogyny. Cause she, it is so much more than that. Like, But she's also, she's like a different level of it, right? Because she's that plus like fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay just did a fun little peek at me. Like, hi, I'm behind a pop filter. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So she, there are so many things with her. She, <sighs> okay. So she's. So, Chronologically, she arranged Audrina's rape yes. as a child. Because she was jealous of Audrina. Um, she has brittle bone syndrome. Yes. So she breaks her bones She's caught all the time. 11 times a year. She is she, always picking fights with Audrina. Always. And then losing and breaking her bones. And constantly lying. She, she lying No matter what, she's all lying. All the time. All the time. But what infuriated me about this book is that again and again, the family would kind of buy... Vera's lies sometimes. Yeah. I was like, guys, you know that Vera's insane. Yeah. You know that she's like a pathological liar. Yeah. And she and evil. And she definitely like, so she's constantly vying for Damien's like affection. Yeah. Or even just recognition as his daughter, which he refuses. Yes. Um, and she's always faking pregnancies slash having pregnancies. Well, not always. Not always. <laughs> Twice. I wouldn't say always. So when she's 16, she has begun an affair with Audrina's piano teacher. Yes. And tells him that she's pregnant with his child. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, she had sex with Audrina's paramour, <laughs> I guess. Arden. Yeah, this boy Arden. He's who... such a dud. <laughs> Arden, so Arden's part in all this, he's like, he's a village boy who loves Audrina, mm-hmm. and Audrina meets him, and they become friends, and they really like each other, 
But then his whole thing is that he saw Audrina being raped in the woods. And instead of stepping in and fighting them, he ran for help. Which, if you're a child yeah, and you're witnessing a rape, I don't fault you for freaking out and running for help. Yeah, because I'm not sure. So he's like, what, like eight or nine? I don't get. Is he older than her? He's a little older than her. Yeah. Well, so from her vision, though, she just saw him run away. Yeah. So she... But she doesn't remember She doesn't remember... Because she's second Audrina. (laughs) She's second second and worst Audrina. Second and worst Audrina mode. Yeah. So he's, like, constantly courting her. Maybe he could have... It's all speculative, though. I don't know. Maybe he could have stopped the rape if he had jumped in. There's other stuff that he does that I find... he might have just gotten the shit kicked out of him and it might still have happened. Yeah. I mean, the point is that he didn't even try. I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to stand on he should have. I don't know. I I would have wanted him to like step in. Yes. But I think he does worse things later on. <laughs> you think? Like basically rape her. Like for rape years. her over the empty grave of first okay. and best Audrina. There is literally I took a picture of this quote. Which like we're we're doing this so like non chronologically, but which is fine. Like this book you guys is not... don't really expect this to be a recap <laughs> podcast anyway. But we started to because there's just too much to unpack. Okay. Like in trying to give you a quick rundown of the plot, I simply can't. No, we can't. That's as good as it can get. Is that this girl Adriana is being told that she had a dead sister, right. but really it's her. Yeah, that's it. Um. So here's a line. Uh, it's when they actually they. So she they, marries Adair. She, oh, Adair? It? No, that's her last name. Oh, yeah. She marries uh, Arden. Arden. She marries Arden. Um, Finds it, out that she's he first and best Audrina, that there's in. only one. He moves into that horrible that house. The whole fucking part where Billy and Arden Im- just turn on a dime. Yeah, so I was Billy so is Arden's mad. Mom. They turn on a dime, even though they have been hearing for years Yeah, how... Damien was traumatizing second Andrina. Yeah. With this fucking chair and with these fucking mind games and with this withholding and then giving, withholding affection and then giving too much affection. Yeah. Well, he's like a, an abuser. He is on all, he's like, like all around abusive. abuser. And he, like, and then beats he's up physically Vera. abusive to everyone. Everyone. Else. Everyone. He hits everybody. He beats Andrina's Adri- mother Adrina's with mother. a belt when she's pregnant. And then and then she goes into premature labor yeah. and dies and gives birth to Sylvia, who is uh, mentally handicapped. Yeah. She's so pretty. Um, the white fern because girls ew. are very beautiful. That would be gross otherwise. Yeah. Um, but so, <sighs> so Arden he, and he and slaps the shit out of Vera all the fucking time. All the time. But um, never Audrina. Not he Audrina. Loves Audrina. He just pinches her ass really no. hard when he meets what the, the fuck Oh was my that god. Part? Okay. I never mentioned that before. There was no pinching. No. And she was of like the ass. She talked about it as if it were a thing that it's happened like, all oh, the time. Oh, this again. Yeah, cuz then she was like, "Papa, I hate it when you do that." Yeah. And so did my mother, and so did Aunt Elspeth, and so did Vera. And I was like, "This is the first we're yeah. hearing of this. What are you talking about?" He so basically when he he Oh, he's so evil. Okay, so when he meets, he's not evil, but he's fucked up. He, he, his. I mean, I don't know because like his. Well, it's in, just he's no Vera. 
He's very selfish. He is not Vera. He is very selfish. He is a narcissist. Mm-hmm. He he's is abusive. He uh, is emotionally abusive, physically abusive. Yeah. But I wouldn't call him evil. Uh, he's evil to me. I he, He's not as evil as Vera. Vera is the most evil. Vera is flat out evil, She's, though. She is evil when you incarnate. When Vera That's to true. compare anybody to, it's like, he's not evil. He's awful. He is so fucking awful. He is an asshole, but he is not Vera. Vera, okay. So Vera when, sets the bar very high. Yeah. So when he, whenever he meets anybody new, uh, if he meets a man, he squeezes as hard as he can when, when yeah. he shakes their hand Which to see if they flinch. Arden. Arden. I and keep Arden, wanting to say a dare. And Arden does not flinch, so he likes that. <laughs> and then he pinches women's asses as hard as he can. In this one scene. Apparently. But apparently it he does it all the time. Like he does it all the time. Uh, squeezes it as hard as he can uh, to see if she will, like, yelp or, like, make a, any visible reaction. And then he, like... Or it's just to show her, like... That he has power. That he has power and to reduce her... To sexualize her. Yeah. And he does it to his daughter in front of Arden. Her new husband. And Arden, who he is, hates and who he knows, saw the rape and ran. Yeah. And Arden is because so Vera fucking told stupid. him that. How did Vera know this? That's the thing. Was Vera in the woods? I think maybe one of the boys happen? told Arden. Or, maybe. Uh, what's uh, Vera? I think one of the boys told Vera. Maybe, maybe Audrina said something. Maybe. Maybe first and best Audrina said something when she was still. First and best, Audrina. yeah, and then second and worst, Audrina couldn't mm-hmm. remember. Yeah. Classic Ugh. Swiss cheese mind, all Swiss cheese brain over here. Um, but so Arden it moves in oh, yeah. to so White they, Fern. They, at that moment when he shakes Arden ha- Arden's hand, pinches Audrina twice, twice oh. on the butt, yeah, and then they step in, and lo and behold, Arden's mom Billy has been like moved in. The day before. Yeah. And this just like. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Your father is so charming. Why didn't you tell me this? And it's like, hello, I have been for years. And I said that he's charming and manipulative. How are you forgetting the manipulative part right now? And this was like the fucked up part, too, because she so she and her son lived on this like little shed that like was cottage was like on the white fern property. And um, that's how they were always like in contact. The kids were. And um, the the day that the dad found out that Audrina eloped with Arden, which she totally did to try to escape her dad, and everybody fucking knows that, but everyone's pretending like it's for love. Mm-hmm. Um, and the day that he finds that out, he marches over to the cottage and, like, turns on the charm to Billy, who used to be a championship sk- figure skater and but lost her lost both of her legs because there was a bobby pin on the ice yeah there's a bobby twist and cut her leg had diabetes and then had to get both her legs amputated and now is in a wheelchair so he goes to her and charms her and is like please move in with me yeah let's be lovers yeah and she's like great i love you great nobody has wanted Um, to touch me yeah she's like he makes me feel like a woman blah 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 and he's so handsome she like keeps saying like, oh, he's so he's such a man. He would like, you never have to understand. Like I've all he is the man I have always wanted. Your father is the man I have always wanted. And she's like, you know what? Uh, 
Audrina, I think you were wrong about your dad. Like, he seems, like, really nice. He invited me to move in here. Yeah. And Audrina's I, like, no! They, yeah. <laughs> so the so whole fucking do. family's living there. Do. They're all living in this horrible house. Meanwhile, fucking Audrina is caring for her sister, Sylvia. God, who, that like, was so depressing. That was so depressing. So, like, almost as a, like revenge thing or to make Audrina stay with yeah. him. He's like, oh, you wanted to meet your sister Sylvia after the two years I had her in a like care facility? Great. Be careful what you wish for. Brings her home and it's like, oh, she's mentally handicapped. So you take you care of her. You are her guardian now. You do everything for Sylvia. Mm. And Audrina works her ass off. Because no one else helps. And now time for a quick break. So she's taking care of Sylvia. Uh, Elsbeth is taking care of the house. Vera's gone. Vera's like, Vera bye, I'm going to New York. For New York. A- after stealing all the jewelry and leaving. Yes. And left with the piano teacher of Audrina. Yes. Um. <laughs> so, oh, I remember how we got on this topic. So they tell Audrina that she is the only Audrina. Yeah. And Audrina understandably flips her shit she's flipping out races to the grave which damien created and took her to every sunday fucking sunday and stood there and he recited this same speech over and over about first and best audrina and how wonderful she was and how she was dead now and how second audrina was gonna like inherit all her gifts but he got a headstone made yeah and so Audrina and this was when he was poor rushes there and try it starts trying to dig up with her hands the non-body oh. of first and best Audrina with her hands and her fingernails are being like ripped off like that oh, was oh, I, hate that. I hated it so much and I couldn't stop thinking about her fingers like I was like no no one's yeah, paying attention no, to her fingers no. so and then uh, Arden, Arden shows up which let me just explain oh really quick that there's some backstory here that she has been so traumatized by this whole thing that she does not want to have sex with him ever. And she's, he, yeah, she shrinks from his touch. Yeah, and he basically, like, has sex with her not moving around. Now, I have—so she starts, like, getting turned on, but then also is confused while she's trying—they're fighting. They're physically fighting. She's, like, clawing at him, punching, punching. He keeps, like, putting her on the ground and being like, stop this, like— let me get a shovel because, like, you're using your hands. And she's like, no, 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 I need to see the corpse. And, okay. I fought on, but between my blows, I responded to his kisses, parting my lips even as my fists stopped flailing, and my arm suddenly grabbed him and drew his head down to mine. I bit his lip, daring him to draw away, but he kept on with that kiss until I, too, was kissing back, stroking him, Loving and hating him, ripping off his wet clothes, too, until we were both naked on the grave of my dead sister. And then they fuck. Yeah. <laughs> on her grave. He, oh <laughs> she, has, she has two orgasms on, on the grave. On She's a like, grave of her sister slash her. Of, of her, her own grave. grave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This. V.C. Andrews is oh fucked up. <laughs> she is fucked up. So, and it starts. It starts as a rape. Yeah, that's what I don't like. And she does that. She did that in Flowers in the Attic too, which yeah. I didn't like. Um, and most of the sex that she has with what's his name Anders Arden. 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 
Arden. It's there's too many A's. Too many Why A's. do this? Um, most of the sex she has with him is not consensual. Like she's she's just she's like leaving her body. There. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just like. That first time was so upsetting. I hated that. It was, it was so upsetting. So upsetting. Because oh! he starts he starts with foreplay. She's not responding. And he doesn't notice that she's not responding. He doesn't notice that she starts crying. He's not a good lover. No. He's not checking in with her. No. Also, right before that, hello, red flag, she makes him wait for like three hours while she's like getting ready in the bathroom. And also, hello, red flag, you saw her being raped. And you know that she is the first Audrina. So you know that there are like 11 things. perpetuating this fucking lie. And he keeps, like, guilting her about it. He's like, well, you know, I'm your husband, blah, blah. I'm like, like, I just am waiting for you to, waiting for you to open yourself up to me. If the wait is too long, go find someone else. Go be with someone else. This, if this person cannot give you what you need, like, from your relationship, then you must move on. But he's like, I'll wait for you. And thinks it's, like, romantic. And I'm like, dude, it's not because you're, like, kind of guilting her you're like really giving her also he shit keeps about like it. taking off all of his clothes and like posing and like yeah. hoping she'll look <laughs> at him <laughs> what about this you got a load of this over and here she's like literally looking at the wall she like refuses to look at him and he's like like doing all these like poses yeah and it's her nude. she's like i think he wants me to look at him i know she's saying look that at him. she gives me like mm. no man. he's standing there like he wants me to look so this girl on twitter possibly mermaid um Would you mind checking to see if that's right? (laughs) (laughs) I just read someone's tweet that was so funny. At Dies Laughing says, there is a description of a dude's crispy thigh hairs in that book. That has haunted me all of my days. (laughs) Crispy thigh hairs. (laughs) Ew. It is at Possible Mermaid. Okay. So at Possible Mermaid has this blog where she recapped um, V.C. Andrews books. And it is... Great. It's so it funny. Really good. It's so, I recommend. Absolutely. Oh, would you look up what the Tumblr is? Castile Kids Stole My Groceries Tumblr.com. Would you spell Castile? C-A-S-T-E-E-L. Um, and we can put this in the in the notes. In the notes as well. So she she said like VC Andrews prose is great. It was not so great in Flowers in the Attic. It is great here. Like the opening it's really of good this here. book is fantastic and sets up a promise of a book that does not it does not live up to Mm -hmm. so it opens with a chapter title white fern there was something strange about the house where i grew up there were shadows in the corners and whispers on the stairs and time was as irrelevant as honesty though how i knew that i couldn't say there was a war going on in our house a silent war that sounded no guns and the bodies that fell were only wishes that died and the bullets were only words and the blood that spilled was always called pride. Yeah. That's very good. That's so and good. And it's very, like, the whole book southern is, gothic. Yes. Like, it's very... The whole book is very beautifully it's written. well written. Yes, it's beautifully written. Kind of lazily plotted. It's kind of just slow, like, too. It's slow. It's repetitive as shit up yeah. until she goes to school. Yeah. The phrase, first and best Audrina... 
was haunting me this whole week. Yes. It was like having a crazy, crazy making song stuck in my head. It was like I was being haunted by this phrase. And not only that, but like the whole sentence that she would keep saying over and over, like, I'm not like the first and best Audrina. I'm only second and inferior Audrina. Yeah. Oh, if only I could be like the first and best Audrina. I hate the first and best Audrina. I only want to be myself. Just that yes. and sentiment then that, over and, then and like, over and then Vera being a fucking cunt. Yeah. Well, and it's also her like thinking about it. It, through the lens of other people, too. She's like, well, he only wants me to be the first and best, Audrina. And I can. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, you just said that about how you were that way. And then, yeah. no, it's and like everybody. There. And um, you figure it out by, like, page. As soon as it says that first Audrina died after being raped. And you're putting that together with the fact that she can't remember shit. Mm-hmm. And that her dad keeps wanting her to rock in Audrina's chair. And capture her gifts. It's like, girl, you Audrina. Yeah. You are Audrina. You so the reader knows this so soon. Mm-hmm. And then so and it's then a lot of frustration. The whole fucking book, it teases it as though it's the sixth sense. I and know. this amazing twist is coming. Even though you knew page three what was going on. So it's yeah. infuriating as the reader to have to keep watching. Second Audrina, not understand that she is only Audrina. It's very frustrating seeing her constantly get hoodwinked when we all know it's too much. It's too much. I will say that there were other twists that I was shocked by. I didn't see the Vera arranging the I didn't know that Vera arranged it. Jesus Christ. Also, like, okay, so... And it is a it is a an exciting journey, I guess we could say. Yeah, of Vera. Like when we think about Vera, anytime yeah. Vera's on page, I'm interested. Vera. Vera has an actual progression. Oh yeah, and she or she's like very arc. interesting. And it's the thing too, right? Of like, no one can fucking escape White Fern. Like mm-hmm. this place is tragic. And she knows that she should never have come back. She should never. There was no reason. She should have come back. She should have known there was no satisfaction to be found no. in that fucking house. She needed to just stay in New York. But I mean, it's but just also, like. But also, stupid crazy bitch, I'm glad you're dead. Yeah, I'm glad she died. So the like Vera like is constantly like whispering into Audrina's ear, like, like teasing the truth. Yeah. And like no knowingly like smiling and smirking at Audrina, like when people say things that like hint very strongly to us that she yeah. is the first and best Audrina. Um, or like the time that she's masturbating and like you said, she's like, oh, so you're just some babe in the woods. Yeah. Think about how fucking awful that is when knowing that Vera arranged for Audrina to be raped in the woods. Yeah. And she, now now she's oh, yeah. watching and she even her says, masturbate. You know, she goes, you're just a babe Holy in the woods. Shit. Uh, or are you? Yes. Which is like. Oh, Vera. my Vera. God, Vera. Vera. And so she's constantly, <laughs> no, fa- Vera. She's, she's constantly like falling down, falling down. She is so uh, fragile that she will just fall down, not even down the stairs. If she just falls down, she'll break her leg. Yeah. And not just break her leg, like bone sticking yeah, out, out of her blood skin. everywhere. So she uh, fall. She keeps like falling down. And every time she falls down and breaks something, she says that. Audrina pushed her. Audrina did this. Audrina did like, that. Who do you think is going to eat this shit up? Yeah, everybody knows point, you're a fucking Vera. liar. 
You're a fucking liar. You're fucking evil. And you keep fucking breaking your bones. No wonder Damien is like, fucking hospital bills, Vera. I know. He's... Quit quit trying to, like, comment Audrina then. Yeah. Quit coming at Audrina. Yeah. And Audrina never picks a fucking fight. No. The first time it happens, it's because Audrina is innocently playing with some paper dolls <laughs> in the fucking cupola. Yeah. Is that how it's said? I have no idea. I don't even Cupula? know what that means. It's like it's a like tower thing. Yeah, it's like a in tower a Victorian thing house. that has like a a bronzy like top to it. Yeah. That's like now tarnished um green from the weather. But so she goes after the paper dolls she, and then falls down the stairs. Uh oh. Um so yeah, she gets hurt with that. Then like uh Arden is that the name? Mm-hmm. Gives her a box of chocolates to give to Audrina. Yeah. She eats them all in front of Audrina. Audrina. Saying, oh, he gave them to me because he loves me and he's kissed me. Here, by the way, you can have one. Also, she's like, I can be any age I want depending on how I stand. So fucking weird. And Audrina buys it because Audrina doesn't know anybody else to know that this girl is fucking bananas. So fucking weird. My cousin Vera liked people to think she was my sister. I didn't know her true age for she refused to tell me that. Nobody in our house ever revealed their ages. Only my age was talked about all the time. It was Vera's boast that she could be any age she wanted to be, 10, 12, 15, and even 20. With a few elegant and sophisticated postures, truly she did change her manner and expression. She could look very mature or very childlike, depending on her mood. Um, another thing I was noticing, because it was like no one ever told anyone their age, um, and this was very similar to Flowers in the Attic, was the obsession with staying young in the parents Mm -hmm. and like not aging and not being old um because i mean both the dad and the mom both damien and lucky are like obsessed with not looking old and not being old they're like i want to always be 20 whatever Mm -hmm. um like i'll always be 32 yeah it's a perfect age yeah um so Vera then, and she's like, oh, school's so fun. Like, you have to stay at home because you're crazy. And she keeps telling Audrina, like, you're crazy. You can't remember anything. You're vacant-headed. You're blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She's um, always tormenting her with sexual things. Yes, because she knows <sighs> that Audrina is, like, sexually traumatized. So then she, she like, keeps enforcing it. She keeps, like, openly looking at, like, <laughs> medical yeah. books. And then there's, like, one where it's, like, you can take the parts off to see how it fits together. And she's, like, fondling the penis yeah. during one of these tea times. And Audrina, of course, is scandalized. She's like, yeah. oh, my, oh God. my God, what the fuck? And she brings it upstairs with her. She, like, leaves with the little penis cut out. She's like, hi, I'm going to go masturbate while <laughs> holding this penis. And so she's like, hi, I'm really getting off on the fact that I arranged your rape. Yeah. And she... Uh, Gosh, keeps telling, so fucking she evil. keeps telling she's Audrina so that, evil. that she, like, fucks everybody. She's like, yeah. oh, and then she, like, says that she's going to sell her body on the streets when yeah. she's mad. She gets really mad at her. Yeah. At her mom runs out and is like, I'm going to be, like, white fern girl for yeah. sale. Yeah. <laughs> highest bidder <laughs> and i will credit that a lot of our like ability to keep at least vera's uh action straight is because of uh at possible mermaids tumblr we yeah please please visit post. it it is very funny it's yeah so she compiled a like best of vera list purely from memory it's amazing so could we read okay so this is the list just 
based off of um, her memory. Yeah. So give uh, give much credit, all the credit, all to, the credit. Sorry, all the credit to at possible mermaid. Okay. One, when she masturbated in front of Audrina that time, and when Audrina revealed herself, Vera didn't stop. Two, when she cut pics out of porn mags and coated them with glue so that they'd oh, stick yeah. to Audrina's fingers. I fucking oh, yeah. forgot about She's that part. She's constantly setting up <laughs> Audrina, Audrina to, to be caught. like a pervert. Yeah, to be caught by the dad. Yeah. Um, uh, when she spied on Tuesday tea time with Aunt Mercy Marie while playing with the detachable penis out of the medical book. When she miscarried... Okay, this... <laughs> When so she, she says it's Arden's baby, but she also said it was um, Lamar's baby. Who's the piano teacher. Yes. Um, so when she miscarried all over the floor and threw blood clots at her mother. That, she threw that her miscarriage for me. at she, her mom. She flung. She flung it. A miscarried <laughs> child at, at her, her mom's mom. apron. And then her mom goes... You better fucking clean that up. Oh, yeah, she goes, it's the rug's oriental. It's very expensive. Or, and then, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, Vera's like, uh, what? Like, that all you that's all you care about? And she's like, it's worth a lot of money. Yeah. She and goes, it's like, it's, damn! it's oriental. It's worth a lot of money. And so, and of course, fucking Vera. And it's the rug and then Audrina in Audrina's room. standing there. She's like, Ugh! And, <laughs> and the rug is in Audrina's room. Vera, of course Vera doesn't fucking clean it up. She leaves. So then Audrina has to start clean cleaning it up. up. Vera's miscarriage. <laughs> no, and then, which says, might be Arden's. Aside, Ellie just, Ellie is the nickname of the aunt, just changed her apron and made a pie. Yeah. <laughs> She's unfazed. She is unfazed by anything like, that happens in this My daughter's house. a fucking evil cunt. <laughs> I am surprised by nothing. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. When she pretended a bee stung her on the boob so she could wriggle around <laughs> flashing Mr. Rensdale during Audrina's piano lesson. She kept, so her, she kept her fingernails filed to sharp points so she could scratch you good if she wanted. <laughs> she installed a lock on the inside of her closet because she's the smartest person in this fucked up family. Oh, my God. This was so gross. When she put on an Audrina voice to drive their pedo oh, piano yeah. teacher to full lust overdrive. And she does that while Audrina... She doesn't know this, Audrina to her credit. Pull, or in the other room? Yeah. Oh, this is when she catches them... Canoodling. Canoodling. Canoodle okay. fucking on so the floor. This is like right she before... she goes to be like, here, uh, Mr. Farnsdale or whatever his name yeah. is, I got you these handcuffs or handcuffs. handcuffs. Whoa, <laughs> different element to this story. Whoa. That... You cross the line. You yes. cross the line. That scene put me in the mind of handcuffs. She brings him cufflinks. Mm-hmm. She's like, "These are your good and they're her cufflinks. grandfather's cufflinks." She's, I want you to have these cufflinks because he, okay, he's a very talented musician, and he Studied went to Juilliard. Juilliard, and he is constantly saying like, "I'm gonna get out of this town." You're the only like reason I'm here. Yeah, which he's weird with her. Oh God, he everyone's so weird with weird her. With her, he keeps touching her hair, touching her shoulders, and he's like, "No, I'm totally normal. Why do you believe this?" Horrible things about me. While both of his hands are like clasping both sides of her face. Yeah. He there are two scenes where he just holds he, her face. It's disgusting. It's, and then like brushes a hair yeah, he out keeps, of her face. Like touching her hair. He keeps or, like, like there are descriptions where Audrina's dad like kisses her all over. Oh my god. Ew. Okay, yeah. The dad puts her. This is right 
Wait, is this right after she? I don't. I don't this remember is, exactly when he this does. Is. This is like a ritual when he puts her oh, in right. the fucking. Chair. Oh my god. Okay, so he carries her until she gets too big, but he carries her into first and best Audrina's room, and she's like, "Please don't." Do she's this. like, "I hate this. Please stop." And he's like, "You're gonna love it." And he puts her in the chair. <laughs> One day you'll. He's love like, it. "I'll guarantee. I guarantee you're gonna <laughs> like the way you look." And he like puts her in the chair and then just starts kissing her all. Over her, like arms her arms and shoulders and, and neck and, and face, face and hair and hair. And then he like and he's like, bye. <laughs> and then he's like, see ya. And like backflips out the door, slams it shut, and locks it. Except that's usually he would sit, sit in there, there with, with her. her. And then he was like, you're too big because you're like 14, but I'm going to pretend that you're 12. Um, and he's like, yeah. you're too big to sit on my lap. So this is going to be the like, last time I do yeah, this. Yeah, and people will think weird things. It's like, uh, fuck yeah, people okay. will think weird things, So let's uh, fucking weirdo. Pump the brakes because we thought it was weird like like five years ago. What? So then he's like, he like used to rock with her in his lap. Now he does the kissing thing and puts her in the in the chair and then locks the door, but then like listens to make sure she sings the like I'm alone in my playroom song while yeah. she's rocking. Oh, and I gotta find he's that like song. Yelling at her. He's like, keep rocking. And she's like, I don't wanna do this. Please stop. <laughs> and he's just like, I don't hear you. And makes her like just yeah. rock he's back. Like, and I forth. don't hear rocking anymore. <laughs> And uh, she's like, you know, this would work a lot better if my dad wasn't just like sitting right outside the door. Because <laughs> then when her mom dies and he doesn't make her do it anymore, she does start to find yeah. peace in and the chair. And she likes it. She likes a chair. So the song is just a playroom safe in my home. Only a playroom safe in my home. Got no tears, no fears and nowhere else to roam because my papa wants me always to stay home. Safe in my playroom. Safe in my home. That is a fucked up. Mm hmm. I'm like, girl, hello. You're talking about first and best Audrina slash you. <sighs> um, okay. When he's telling the story about how, like, what happened in the rape and how he tried to help her and blah, 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 he sounds like a way better person well, than he, he is, is in any other part of the book. But that's because it's him telling yeah, the story. He's, like, fucking, like, but embellishing and that shit. That part where she gets home and the mom sticks oh her my in, like, God. a scalding hot tub and, and like, scrubs, rubs, the shit scrubs out of her. her skin raw as if, like... Thinking she's helping Audrina, like, I'm going to scrub that right off. Don't worry about it. It's as if the rape will never have happened. And the Ugh. dad gets home and he's like, oh, hi, you washed off all the evidence of yeah. the rape. He's like, we could have gone to the police. And she's like, yeah. we cannot and also, do that. She's, you tore off a layer of her skin. Yeah, she was and like then, raw. And then she put iodine all over that her. That was insane. But then, like, and so the dad is like, he's like, oh, Damien's like, oh, well, you know, like, I wouldn't have done things like that. Like, I had your best interests at heart. So then we... Cre- so you faked a daughter? Yeah. And so, you faked a grave? Uh, I sent you to go get electroshock therapy and then immediately after drugged you for years and yeah. like told you that you told were somebody you else. you were a different person. Cool. Fucked cool. around with your age however much I felt like I needed to. Uh, made you visit the grave of Wouldn't yourself. let you leave the fucking yeah. house. Made you sit in my lap and kissed you too much. Made you afraid of men. Ugh. He's so gross. He's- okay. Awful. To continue the Vera journey, when she tackled Audrina and knelt on her boobs while describing said piano teacher's hairy body and the precise length of his penis. Do you remember That's how big it was? Nine, nine inches. inches. <laughs> no, thank you. 
I'm sorry, but no, thank you. That and she's is like, too many she's inches. Like, it gets so big when it's fully engorged. And Audrey's like, like oh Ew. my God, all those nine inches. I'm never going to stop thinking about those nine inches. Oh my Holy God. Holy fucking shit. Nine inches. Damn. Um. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, she was an underaged artist's model in New York. That's right, because she did a lot of nude modeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, An adult man slept with her and took her to New York while making no secret of the fact that he'd rather be boning her way underage little sister, and there's no excuse for him, so it's kind of awesome that she drove him to alcoholism and suicide, then just shrugged and got a nursing degree. I love that last part, then just shrugged and got a nursing degree. It it is how she she reacted. She comes back, she's like, hi, I got a nursing degree. She's like, listen, I'm a nurse now, and I'm wearing a mink coat. Um, and she's wearing all the jewelry she stole from her mom and um, Audrina's mom. Yeah. And Audrina's like, your mom's dead. And she's like, I know. I have a, a little villager friend. And I was like, what year is this? Wh- who? who? Late 60s, early villager? 70s. Because the dad still dresses her up like super formal yeah. and only in dresses. And, and she, she gets there jeans, and all Vera. the kids are in jeans. Yeah. And like T-shirts. So maybe- so it's got to be the 70s. Also, I mean, she even does remark that, like, the house seems, like, stuck in time. Uh, you know yeah, what it reminds no, me of? Time does not exist in that house. That house kind of reminds me of um, Grey Gardens. Yeah. It's that same, yeah. like, weird, like... Reverence of the past. Yeah. Because and... especially because White Fern was, like, but the founding... But they had fallen out of grace. But they never say how they fell out. I'm sure that's like in the whole fucking series that like arose. From yeah. Because the next book is White Fern. Mm-hmm. But I was, yeah, I was like, oh, is it like, I was like incest, right? I was like something gotta incest. incest. It's got to be incest. It's always incest. Um, but they never tell us in this book. No. Um, oh, <laughs> that time when they were still kids and she was all wide-eyed. What happened to all the male dolls, Audrina? Oh, man, because Audrina tore them up because she was fucking traumatized from the rape that Vera arranged. The green feathered hat. That hat sounded dope. She (laughs) sounded like she looked good. When she walked in. That's very Scarlett O'Hara. So she walks in and she, like, the bitch is back. Like, she looks (laughs) good. She's, like, wearing, like. She is an adult woman. Yeah. No, like, at first, Audrina doesn't recognize her. And Audrina. She looks like hell. At looks this terrible. Point. She's been taking care of poor Sylvia. Well, and in for that years. moment, she had just been blinded by Sylvia shining a prism, a prism. in her eye while she's going Which down the Sylvia stairs. Does all the time. Which, like, I know that, like, she's trying to give her a hobby, which is the prisms. But like, find something else. Yeah, for her if to she do. then like distract her with something, something else. Something else. There can she's be something else. Constantly Audrina. blinding people on the stairs. Like, that's her thing, is to, to the blind people on the stairs. They think that she's murdering people. Like, three people. Yeah. Except, of course, it's Vera. Of course Vera it's Vera. also a murderer. Which, duh. Uh-huh. Sociopath. So, Evil sociopath. So she's, like, still kind of, like, blinded by the prism. Her hair's, like, all fucked up. She's wearing, I was very grossed out by this, like, a, a white dress because Arden likes her to wear white. Oh, yeah. I was like, ew. Oh, my God. Everyone ew. in her life is... Just fucking up her psyche every single fucking day. Because the thing is, everyone combined. Everyone wants Audrina. Like they don't want her to live her life. They want to live for them. Like they want her to live her life for for them. them. Yes. They don't want her to do what's good for her. Even Sylvia, because Sylvia, there were points where she was like kind of 
faking? Did you n- notice that? That part? was so weird. I did not understand the parts where they were talking about how like Sylvia's eyes would focus and she'd be like paying attention and her mouth w- would be closed. And then if she saw Audrina looking at her, she would open her mouth and start drooling. She yeah. would unfocus her eyes and be like, ah, yeah. I'm looking at the wall. Yeah. Which like so it's like, are you mentally handicapped? I, that what was the fuck like is the going weird... on? And everyone was like, I think she's less like disabled, like uh, mentally than... disabled than you think. Than and Audrina's like, said. I don't know. And ev- and everyone's like, mm, like look, and she like spun around and like she instantly reverted back. Yeah. So then I was like, even was Sylvia's like, evil. Yeah, and I did start to think that Sylvia was murdering people. Oh, I totally was, like, yeah. thinking Sylvia was murdering people. I was scared. Oh, my God. But it wasn't her. It was Vera. Because, of course, it was fucking Vera. Of course it was Vera. Um, Which I guess we should have seen it coming, considering that the check was gone and Vera comes back looking dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh when she threatened to stand in the middle of town and shout that she was for sale, so come get your white fern daughter. <laughs> when she almost actually did that before Damien dragged her home by her hair. Damien ruins everything. True. Back in the medical book days when she told Audrina that she was going to learn all about bodies so she could be the seductress and not an idiot seductee. Oh, God. Oh, God. When she declared herself almost too old to have a chance at life. I remember this part. When she was, like, 24, possibly younger. This is when uh, Audrina's in the coma, and she's talking to Arden, and she's like, like, you need to tell me right now if you're going to be with me, and we should just kill Audrina. We're going to be 30 in the blink of an eye. And she's like, and then what what will I be? I'm almost, I'm 24, and you're 25. Actually, I think he was 26, and she's 25. Uh, And I only remember that because I was like, (laughs) um... uh, when she came home and managed to somehow work a different game on every single person in the room. That was fucking nuts. While still just straight fucking with Audrina's head. Which, yep. Yep. Um, so she makes Billy think she's all sweetness and light. Yeah. She kind of makes Damien... No, Damien does not want her there. No, Billy talks her into yeah. it. Uh, and Arden. Then Arden just, like, wants to fuck her. Well, yeah, because Arden... Uh, Arden is starved for sexual attention, which I do get. No, I get that. He just needs to not be with Audrina then. He needs to either or patiently wait. Yeah, either patiently wait without giving her shit about it all the time or leave. Yeah, but he does none of those things. Yes. (laughs) Instead, he sleeps with Vera and then has weird sex with Audrina. Um, Okay, this may be her masterpiece of bitchiness. When Billy died, this is Arden's father. And she killed Billy. And at the time, Billy was having a dalliance with Damien. And it did seem like Damien truly loved her. Damien did. Because she was, like, supposed to be, like, this Beautiful. beam of light. Yeah. Like, was, like, good and Audrina pure. loved Billy. Audrina, like, wanted her to be her mom and all that. Uh, when Billy died and Audrina ran around crying in the rain, <laughs> Vera, while the body just stayed there at the foot <laughs> yeah. of the stairs... Called Arden at the office and just left a message for him to come home. No explanation. Just set that up and waited to see what would happen. And, of course, he's like, Billy! <laughs> it's like, he has to discover his, like, person he was trying to, like, be with. And then Audrina the has floor. to tell him. Oh, God. And then Arden, like, figures, oh, it's so horrible. Um, 
After Lucky died, she crawled in bed with Audrina to describe what was currently happening to Lucky's dead body, complete with how they'd be stuffing cotton into Lucky's vagina. <laughs> that was insane. This is such a good list. Yeah. Possible. <laughs> um, now this, and I do actually, I, I agree with this. Um, so this one's kind of sad. But when she begged Audrina to be her friend, and it was part of a long-term scam, but I also think she really meant it in a way. She For just sure. wanted one damn person to love her. And but that's Audrina why— Audrina tried all the time. Audrina was so straight fuck up— you, Vera. Never you. not trying. Yes. Audrina was with never not trying. One. She—with everyone. She's, like, giving them second chance, third chance, fourth chance, years and years of chances. And then, on that note, how is that not the gift— first and best Audrina. Isn't that what Yeah, that's what Audrina she was about. wanted? Of is course. That she made everyone happy and instead everybody treats her like a fucking weirdo. It's like, here's a thought. Yeah. Quit lying to her. Let her go to school. Treat her like a normal fucking daughter. And do you think maybe she'll act like a normal fucking daughter? Yeah. I mean, well, that's the issue. Like, that's the, like, patriarchy at this time being like, well, and now. Control, control. And now, control. yeah, control, control. Like, let me make the decision for you. I decide about your sexuality. Yeah. Also, like, let's not talk about the unpleasant stuff and, like, just pretend it never happened. Mm-hmm. And um, if it does happen, it's kind of your fault. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll just move forward. And you'll forget about it, right? Like, you'll forget. We'll make you it forget. It really helps me out if you forget. <laughs> it, I don't like feeling uncomfortable. So if you could forget about that, like, that would work for me. Really, the issue is, like, like maybe you could have gotten through this and worked through it on your own. But, like, uh, it would have taken, like, a really long time. And I didn't want to wait through that. And also, like, I know that you're a really good piano player. But, like, you're really just mediocre. And um, you should just be with me. And, like, also just take care of your sister Sylvia all the time. (laughs) And also... um, Arden doesn't want you to take care of your sister Sylvia all the time. Oh, my God. Arden, he's not wanting to take the actual package that is Audrina. He just thinks she's beautiful because she has chameleon hair and violet eyes. Yep. And that's it. And she looks like an angel because they don't seem to really have any chemistry. No. I mean, she doesn't. She's she's like a non-sexual entity. She's a non-entity. She's all together. She's just like a wisp. That's she's, just like yeah, floating, she's just like a fucking like a dream of a girl like, floating ah, on the air every ah. which way, just constantly wondering what the fuck is going on. Not her fault, but that's what they've turned her into. Because the, when she finally flashbacks to the actual full memory of what happened, that first and best Audrina is cool. Yeah. She's feisty. I liked the first she, and best like, Audrina. When they go to start abusing her, she's like, I'm going to put a fucking hex on you. Yeah. I, I liked first she's, and best Audrina better yeah. than second and worst Audrina. It is sad. You know what? Like, am I Team Damien? You know what? I'm Damien. Am I, am I going to stick Audrina in a rocking chair and hope that she becomes an empty pitcher that fills with gifts? <laughs> and cover her with kisses all over and then so. lock her in the room and you yell at her to sing and this sing? This all makes sense to me now. You know what? <laughs> we Ding gotta Damien. get that first Audrina back. <laughs> um, back to Vera. All the time she refused to pretend things were different than they were and screamed and screamed about how no one loved her. True. 
when she said she'd gone to a silk mender to fix Damien's shirt. That was so fucking funny. I was like, what the fuck is a silk mender? Well, which has got to be something she made up right on the spot. And the fact that everyone's like, oh, mm -hmm, cool, silk mender. When she banged Arden in front of his comatose wife. Aside, fucking Arden Lowe, y'all. You can do better, Vera. I know it's this big symbolic victory, but it's still Arden Lowe. Gross. <laughs> when she washed comatose Audrina's hair and did her makeup while singing slightly altered lyrics to Wash That Man Right Out of My Hair from South Pacific. <laughs> oh, I did love this. The time she yelled about vengeance while shaking her fist in the air. <laughs> <laughs> When Damien talked shit about her unknown parentage and she screamed that everyone knows he's her father and they know he knows it, what is this bullshit? When she came into the cupola with her lesser magic hair powers on full electric effect. <laughs> okay, we have to talk about how she died because I know it's sad, but I was laughing. It's so insane. <laughs> okay. Her final moments as she ricocheted off the banisters, bang, boom, bounce all the way to her death at the bottom of the stairs, where she still managed to one-up Audrina by dying with her head in Audrina's husband's lap while referring to their illicit relationship. <laughs> Take that, Audrina. <laughs> so basically, she comes up to the attic, right? This list uh, could just be read in lieu of listening yeah. to this podcast. So uh, head over there and just read that yeah, seven just, times. And pretend you never heard this. <laughs> so she, uh, this is after Audrina has been told everything by her father, right? And then, so they're up in the attic. This is after, this is after she dug up a non-body. That's right. It's after she discovered that her own grave was empty. And Vera. And almost got raped and then started fucking her husband. Had two home. orgasms on her own here's, grave. Uh -huh. Here's uh, Papa's story. Oh, God. So pa and here's Papa's Vera. story. So Vera comes up and she's like, hello, bitches. <laughs> she's like, her hair's like, <sighs> like she looks dope. She looks amazing. <laughs> and um, uh, how does she fall? Is she just running? I think she just flees. Oh, oh, she's oh, she... running from Damien because oh, all right. of a sudden something Vera says. Oh, it enrages reminds, Damien. No, reminds Audrina of something. And then Audrina realizes that Vera told her which path to take. That's so right. That so that she could then t tell the rapist where Audrina would be. That's right. And that's how she arranged the rape. Yes. So and she Damien is like, that. And Damien I realizes fucking it. knew it. Somebody so, told me that someone in this house had something to do right, with it. That's right. That there was a devil in our midst. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was, thought like, it was like, the like the gardener's gardener. son. And he's like, why didn't I see it before? It was you, Vera. So he lunges at her. And she's like, what? Runs. And two. And these, this was actually teased at the beginning of the book, which is like where she breaks her leg the first time on page, which is falling down these curly, this like spiral staircase. Uh -huh. And they even say, like we always say, you know, Audrina, like don't go on those stairs because Vera's going to follow you and she will fall. Because she not only has brittle bone syndrome, but she's very clumsy. Yeah. Um, and stupid. And very stupid and very evil. And so, has a very short memory about breaking yes. her bones. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, God, it has to hurt, right? Like that has to hurt. So she is like, Whatever. So she runs away and then, like, slips on a prism, isn't it? Doesn't she slip on a prism there? Oh, does she? I kind of, I was looking for the place where that happens. With some of, with all books, I'm like, I will miss, like, parts here and there because I'm, it's fucking 2.30 a.m. and I'm trying to finish this book. How gross is it that they call him Papa? I, I never, I mean... <laughs> 
Papa and Mama. I mean, I guess they're out of time. I don't know. It really depends. But because he sucks, there's a grossness to it. Tears were in my eyes. No first and best, Audrina. Only me. Only then did I look toward the opening in the floor to see Vera standing there. Her dark, glittering eyes showed such hatred, such malice, that it made her lips quiver. Her strange orange hair seemed alive with electricity as she glared at me. Bits and pieces of the past began to flash behind my eyes. That look of envy on Vera's face, the way I'd felt when I first, when I thought about the first Audrina. Gladly Vera would see me dead, as I'd been glad the first Audrina was dead. Now I remembered my ninth birthday. I remembered that morning, getting, getting ready for school. I hadn't finished dressing. Vera and I used the same bathroom to bathe and dress for school. Vera kept glancing at me as I stepped from the tub. Wear your prettiest petticoat today, Audrina. The one with that handmade lace and the little shamrocks that you love so much. Wear the matching panties, too. Ew. No, I'll put those things on after I come home. I hate school restrooms. I hate Mama forcing me to wear my best dress to school and all the girls would be jealous and hate me for doing it. Oh, silly, it wasn't Mama's idea. It was mine. It's time the village girls know just what kind of beautiful clothes you have. She thought it was a wonderful idea to show them the white fern girls still do wear silk dresses and everything else. And then as she's leaving, (laughs) it says Vera twisted around and called back, Enjoy your pedestal for the last time, Audrina, for when you come home, you're going to be just like the rest of us, not so pure anymore. The fact that Audrina... Holy shit. Like, doesn't... Yeah, Audrina like something's like, up. Huh? Well, she's distracted. Like, it's her birthday. She's very Vera. excited. Well, you know, nine. and also like Vera is evil all the time. Yeah. So that's it's not. So she actually, I found it. She she falls on a prison before that. So she broke her arm from falling on the prison before. Oh, okay. Here she falls because so she broke one of her legs so many times that it didn't grow as long as her yeah, other leg. So she has one um, shoe that has, oh, like, right. a thicker sole so she doesn't limp anymore. And she, like, just sprains her ankle on the platform of that shoe. She, like, forgets that it's mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And because she's running away from Damien because he's, like, lunging at her. S- slips and falls. And I have her death scene. And in this moment, she is pressing her face into Arden's chest, and she's like, take me away from here. Arden, take me away. I want to feel loved. I'm not bad. I'm not really bad. Papa's roaring like a bull. He's charging. She's running away. The built-up sole on her left shoe caused her ankle to turn over. She lost her balance and started to fall, and the opening of the spiraling stairs gaped like a huge square mouth behind her. Like a doll caught in a time-lapse film, she fell, he- she fell headlong down the spiraling stairs. Her screams ripped the air in short, horrible spurts. First, her shoulder struck against one side of the iron balustrade. Balustrade? Hmm. Then she ran. Balustrade. Then she ricocheted to strike the opposite side, turning over and over, striking again and again against the hard metal until her last scream was cut off in midair and she thudded to the bottom and just lay there. In a flash, Arden tore down the stairs to her side, kneeling there as Papa, Sylvia, and I hurried down too. She lay there, stunned, her dark eyes unfocused and already beginning to glaze as she stared towards Arden who held her head on his lap. Take me away, Arden, she croaked in a small whisper. Take me far from this place where everyone has always hated me. Take me from here, Arden, take me. She lapsed into unconsciousness then. And then she dies. No pity. No pity, girl. Dude, she is like, you were not, this was not a question of nurture. 
I am wondering. This is a question of nature. <laughs> um, like, so I'm imagining her how she was falling. Like, imagine you're in like a really narrow hallway, okay? Mm-hmm. And you take like a super bouncy ball, mm-hmm. and you just like <laughs> peg it as hard as you can <laughs> against the like, side, and it's like, boing, 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 yeah. And she's just like flopping like left and right, and then just like kerplops right on the floor and dies. But I was like, damn, that's an insane death. That was crazy. Yep. I found the part where she's describing having sex. Yeah. All right. Vera came bounding through my bedroom door, the cold air clinging to her heavy heavy coat. And she threw it down and stained yet another delicate chair. Guess what I've been doing, she exploded, (laughs) hardly able to contain herself. Her eyes were lit up like black coals. The cold had made her cheeks red as apples. There were red marks on her neck, marks she pointed out to me. Kisses made those, she said with a smirk. I've got those marks all over me. I am no longer a virgin, little sister. You're not my sister, I flared. What difference does it make? I might as well be. Now sit down and listen to what's going on in my life and compare it to the dull stuffiness of yours. I have seen a naked man, Audrina, a real one, not just a picture or illustration. He is so hairy. Oh, is this crispy leg? Suspect, yeah. You'd never suspect just how hairy by looking at him fully clothed. His hair travels from his chest down past his navel and runs into a point and keeps on going and getting bushier until... Stop! I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> but I want you to hear more. I want you to know what you're missing. It's wonderful... Oh, God. It's wonderful to have all those nine inches stabbing into me. Did you hear me, Audrina? I measured it. Almost nine inches. And it's all swollen and hard. And then Audrina is like trying to run away. <laughs> and, he's, and then she put her shod foot on my chest, which was just beginning to swell. Talking about her breasts. Mm-hmm. He's got a marvelous body, little sister. Really a fantastic body. What we do would shock you so much you'd scream and possibly faint. And I love every second of what we do together. Can't get enough. Never can get enough. You're only 14, I whispered. <laughs> Soon to be 15, she said with a hard laugh. Why don't you ask me who my lover? Who is my lover? I'll tell you, gladly tell you. I don't want to know. You tell lies all the time. You're lying now. Lamar Rensdale wouldn't want a kid like you. He's like, blah, blah, blah. Yes, he does. And she also, yeah, no. Lamar wants a kid that's like even younger than her. Because he is like a pedophile. Yeah. Um, also Vera keeps like stripping naked and like spreading her legs at Audrina. And Audrina's yeah. like, I don't want to see that. Oh my God. She's fucking crazy. She is, cra- she is at this point sexually abusive to Audrina. Just oh, by absolutely. Just about it and no, by absolutely. being naked all the time. Like exposing herself to Audrina. Yes. She is like, like the, the worst in every way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like uh, unimaginably horrific. Yeah. Behavior. I can't imagine a person behaving like this in real life. But it has to happen. It has to happen. You know it happens. Well, and it's, like I feel the thing is like I buy it. Like if you take someone that is already like kind of evil and then and, like, like do things to feel, them. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't no feel empathy. fake. Yeah. Yeah, she like she already is like a narcissist, and then you throw in like people that don't pay attention to her. That's like poison. Yeah. Um, but I, the thing that like bummed me out hard is the book. 
the book in general. Um, the fact that so uh Audrina is like, you know what, guys, I'm leaving. Oh yeah. And it's so fucked up because like if you look in the Kindle, it's like 91% done. So you're like, oh, maybe she Great. will leave. Yeah. It really seems that way. It Same reminds me of like the book, it's like there's like four pages yeah. left. Uh, it reminds me of like um Doll's House, a doll's house, which is like the same. I don't remember. Um, basically, oh the play, yeah, yeah. Where it's like she's not, like she's she's never she's moving. buying into it. She's like doing what she's supposed to because she doesn't. She's afraid to do more, and it's the same with Audrina. So Audrina is like, she's like, I'm leaving. Goodbye, father. And it's just the only people left alive are Damien, Sylvia, and Arden. Arden. And uh, so she's like, I'm leaving you, Arden. I'm leaving you, father. I'm leaving Sylvia because she won't come with me. I didn't really get that part. And so she like packs up and she's like, I'm taking your Mercedes Benz. And he's like, I don't care. Like if I've lost you, I do not care. (laughs) I don't care about material possessions anymore. He's like broken because he is like having his day of reckoning. Yeah. For a second. (laughs) And then she gets in the car and then she like has some. Fucking bullshit. I think premonition, which I don't think. I think it's just fear to leave, but she cloaks it as if it's like because she's so unreliable. She's been an unreliable narrator this whole time, and she's like, "Oh, I have this premonition that like, uh, uh, something bad will happen to Papa and Sylvia Sylvia will be be sent away and sent away." When like. Honestly, like, and this is, she's doing to Sylvia what her dad is doing to her, which is, like, not realizing that, like, they cannot care for this person in the right way. Because she's not caring for Sylvia in the right way. The fact that she thought to herself that Sylvia killed people and was, like, trying to hide her away from the world. It's a very, like, Norman Bates and his mom situation. Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, if you think that your kid is killing people, like, you need to, you can't handle that. for that person. Yeah. Granted, it turns out that Sylvia does not kill people, but, like, she thought that, mm-hmm. so she should have sought out help. And now a break from one of our sponsors. But then, so she, like, gets her bags and returns back, and Arden's like, thanks for coming back, and, like, yeah. hugs her and kisses her Do you want to read the end? Ugh. It's such a fucking bummer. Okay. Um, oh, God. Because so she's saying that, like, Sylvia can, like, affect people by singing. Really? Yeah. So there's like a part where she's like, Sylvia has this like effect on us. She like can kind of control us. And she like alludes to the prisms a little bit. And it's a weird thing because mm-hmm. it seems to come out of nowhere. Because you're like, I didn't think I that. D- I mean, I remember all this stuff about like, oh, Sylvia and I have this like psychic connection of sorts. Like, like we didn't even. T- which I was like, what are you talking about? That much about fucking Audrina's coma. Oh, yeah. We'll get every okay. the end. So Jesus Christ, there's so much. So in she's this book. she's sitting in the car. Uh I'm gonna skip some stuff. Okay. Yeah. Slowly, slowly, my head was forced to turn so that soon I was facing the house. My eyes lifted to that window on the second floor. That room I'd always presumed was her room. And through the cloudy glass I saw a pale small face staring out. A face that looked so much like my own, I gasped. It's Sylvia. Um blah blah blah. She's singing. Blah blah blah. My hand shook when I looked away and tried to turn the ignition key. What was wrong with my hand? I couldn't make it obey. No, I screamed mentally while Arden stared at me as if I were crazy. Don't, Sylvia, let me go. 
I did the best I could for you, gave you years and years of my life. Years and years. Give me the chance to live and find myself, please. The wind chimes are clamoring, making noises. She's, her head hurts. Behind my (laughs) eyes, a premonition flashed. Something awful was going to happen to Papa. When it did, they'd put Sylvia away and never would she see the sunlight again. I let go the ignition key and opened the car door, then stepped out and hurried to Arden, whose eyes lit up as he held out his arms to embrace me. With a sob, his face bowed into my hair as my arms held him just as tightly as he held me. We looked deeply into each other's eyes. Then together, we tugged my suitcases from the trunk of the Mercedes, my suitcases we left on the drive. Like Papa's love for me, I'd just done the most noble deed of my life. (laughs) I was the first and best Audrina who had always put love and loyalty first. There was no place for me to run, shrugging, feeling sad, yet cleaner than I had since that rainy day in the woods. I felt a certain kind of accepting peace as Arden put his arm around my shoulders. Automatically, my arm encircled his waist, and together, we headed back to the porch where Papa and Sylvia had come out to watch. I saw happiness and relief in both pairs of eyes. Arden and I would begin again in White Fern, and if this time we failed, we'd begin a third time, a fourth, dot, dot, dot. And it's over. What the She goes fuck? back to fucking White Fern? Within, like, a minute. Like, 30 she's seconds. She's, like, on her way out. She's literally yes. sits yes, in the Audrina, car. be your own person. Good. Go. Find yourself. Figure out who you are away from these fucking assholes. And literally every person right before they die is like, get out of here. Yep. Uh, Aunt Elsbeth, get out of here. Yeah, get Billy, out of here. Your get dad, out of here. Yeah, your dad is going to make you something crazy. And he of, wants you for him. And all of these women, too, are like, uh, I love your dad, but like, he, he, he's crazy and he's not good for you. So you yeah. need to get out. And he's she's doing like, doing some huh? shitty things to you. She goes back to fucking White Fern, but to take a couple steps back, she's in a coma for three months. Yeah, so... So... Oh, that was one of my favorite thing on Possible Mermaid's list, actually, was the part where she calls out the fact that there have been, at that point, two pushing down the stairs accidents. Mm-hmm. And and they're like, uh, so where were all of you while this took place? And Vera's like, oh, I had just bathed. And oh, my like, God. Yeah. Okay, well, how do we know that you didn't do it then? Because you were up there. She's like, oh, no, 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 I couldn't have done it because otherwise my nails would be smeared. And she's like, as you can and see like, from huh? my nails, she's I've like, done five coats. Yeah, and, and they're like, uh, she's like, you can ask Audrina how nails work. And Audrina's like, I guess. She's like, yeah, it's true. If she put on more than one coat, they would be all messed up. And they're like, okay. The way yeah. Possible Mermaid put it was she like dazzles them with her breast and nail yeah well because she's like, like she's like tugging at her like logic. neckline and like being all sexy for the young cop it's insane it's crazy and then wait so and was then it her adrena falls down the stairs or uh Ad- adrena's push vera pushes adrena down the stairs wait so, so was then it we've her, got though, a third that like did the um the prism in front of the flashlight at her face or was that sylvia because sylvia I, was the only one doing that weird prism shit my guess is Vera was doing that to, to make frame it seem like it was Sylvia. Sylvia. Um, and so, boom, we've got a third <laughs> down the stairs accident. Audrina's in a fucking coma, and Vera is her caretaker. Yeah. And she's doing all sorts of fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Like, the worst part was the, like, putting 
her putting the catheter in in dirty ways. Oh my god, that what the disgusted fuck does that even me? Fucking and then mean. Audrina, who is like so fucking stupid, is like, oh well, I'm glad that like Arden had the decency to turn around and not look. And I was like, Arden was in the fucking room. He let this while fucking this happen. Taking place. Like, no, he should be watching and making sure. That everything's is a fucking above board. But it isn't. Of course not. And then whenever Arden is at her side, Vera's like, uh, I think we should pull the plug. I think we should yes. pull the plug. Andrea wouldn't want this for herself. Like, I think look we at her. Pull look the at plug. her. Like, she looks fucked up. And then Arden's like, oh, I don't know. And she's like, listen, you better give me an answer soon because like, we're going to run away together. Like, you keep fucking me. You better love me. And the whole time Andrea's like, what? Yeah, because like, she can Audrina's hear everything. conscious. Ugh. But she can't move. And then Audrina does, or uh, Vera does pull the plug. Or she tricks. That she arranges weird. it so that Sylvia pulls the plug. Because I think it's supposed to be they didn't give permission to pull the plug They or didn't. So she attached. So she's trying to make it seem like Sylvia pulled the plug when she was trying to get to a bag of cookies under the bed. This was fucking crazy. So she, okay. So first, 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 first. She does Audrina's hair and makeup mm-hmm. for her. Then she and put, she is sort of singing, get that man yeah. right out of my hair from South Pacific. She sprays her with jasmine perfume. She's like, yeah. you look great. Then she's like, girl, I'm going to send you off in style. <laughs> then she's like, um, oh, Sylvia, I have cookies for you. Like somehow. So Naughty Audrina has been hiding them under here. Oh, my God. Which I'm just like, like you mean, don't, horrible, Audrina. I'm like, you don't need to say that. You've Audrina, done enough. At this point, sounds like the craziest fucking name to me because yeah. I've seen Audrina, it so Audrina. much and I've heard it in my head. Naughty, mean, Audrina. The first and best, Audrina. The second and worst, Audrina. Um, so she like attaches like a plate or bag or something of cookies with to the wire, wire to the like plug so that. When Sylvia crawls under the bed to get the cookies, she also pulls the plug on Audrina. But then, like, the real point is Audrina doesn't really need right, she's, to be on life support. Because slowly but surely, Vera has been noticing that she's been coming around. Yeah. And so that's why she's doing this. So really, I think Vera is planning on injecting her with something and making yeah. it look like it was the plug being pulled. Well, so she, by yeah, because she does, she leaves and goes to town. So she hasn't returned yeah. yet. So she probably, yeah, is going to come Audrina's back like, or something. Fuck. Yeah. Vera's going to come back and she like, like sends psychic messages to Sylvia <laughs> to help her and hide her. And Sylvia is taking her sweet fucking time. Yeah. She is. Well, God bless her for yeah. even understanding yeah. what fucking unconscious Audrina wants her to do. Well, she's receiving like, Audrina is able to moan, which somehow communicates, like, get the cart that you always wanted from Billy back when Billy was alive, but now is yours, and, like, transfer my body onto it and and push me out of here here and hide me. And I did not really understand the logistics of, like... No, of course not. How did she get her off the bed? So she gets off the bed. Like, half her body is, like, off on this wheelie thing. And then she's able, she has, like, one surge of strength where she's able to, like, clasp her fingers around her knees so that way her legs aren't just, like, splayed. And then, even at this point, she doesn't really trust Sylvia. So Sylvia's pushing her. uh And she's like, ooh, I'm going towards Uh, the stairs. uh, uh." And then (laughs) Sylvia veers away. It's like the Indiana Jones ride. It's like, ooh, just Uh kidding. (laughs) Like, turns around. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, 
struggling to like unclasp her hands because Sylvia's not taking into account like physically where Audrina is. So she yeah. just like shoves her she under the understand. bed. <laughs> she like folds her up under first and best Audrina's bed. <laughs> and just like shoves it in there and then go like runs out and then Vera comes in and it's and, like, like keep in mind still Audrina doesn't know she's first and best no, Audrina. This, this whole point. time she's she like she still thinks she's second. She's like, I don't want to go in this room. <laughs> so she's afraid of this room of first and best Audrina's. And then so Vera comes home and she's like, where the fuck is Audrina? And she's like looking in all these rooms. What the fuck, Sylvia? And then I was afraid for Sylvia. I was was afraid for Sylvia. She's going to beat the shit out Mm -hmm. of Sylvia. And then I did laugh at this part where so she's about to like go look under the bed. And then Sylvia like jumps on the rocking chair and is like sitting on it. And she's like, get out of that chair. And then Sylvia runs out of the room, saves Audrina from being discovered. Mm -hmm. But then later... Sylvia drags her out, right, and puts her in the rocker again. And then the dad finds her. He's like, Audrina's like, no. And the dad's like, Audrina, you're in the chair. And she's like, I don't want to be here. And then she's like, I don't fucking want to see Arden. Yeah, because then she remembers Arden and then forgets for a second and then remembers again, which I was like, we didn't need that. that he's been fucking Vera. She's mad that he's fucking Vera. And she's like, I don't need to see you anymore. Goodbye. All I know is that you were present on the day of first and best Audrina's rape and death. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And she's like, how could you betray my sister? And then <laughs> like, we um. get when the dad, when Damien is trying to explain to Audrina, like, no, you are first and best Audrina. And he is being like pretty clear without actively saying, yeah. like, you are first and best Audrina. And she is <laughs> not, not getting, getting it. it. It's like, he's like, so we decided to. Like, get rid of Audrina's pain by having her forget. Are you sure you can hear more? Just tell me, Papa. And she, tell me Papa, what the secret is. It's where, like, dude, where did I have Audrina told you like go? 12 times. And he's like, okay, so Audrina's still alive. And she's like, but where? Where, where are you keeping her? And he's like, okay. Okay. Listen. <laughs> we messed with Audrina's memories. And she's like, is she Vera? <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> There's oh, one Audrina part where she thought Vera was, was the first and best Audrina. Why the fuck? Why the fuck <laughs> would Vera be first and best Audrina? Well, because she thought that Ugh. I was like, that would also be a cool book. That would be a cool book. Where Vera was Audrina, got raped. That would be cool, And actually. then, like, lost her mind. I'm glad it wasn't that book, honestly. But that is an interesting book. Um, And then she's just like... Oh, that makes me really uncomfortable, though. It reminds me of um, Stephen King's The Stand. There's a character named, I think, Naomi. And she is, like, destined to be with the devil character in the book, Randall Flagg. And she knows it and she doesn't want it. And she tries to avoid the fate, but then eventually she has to succumb and, and have sex with him. And it drives her insane. And then from them then on, she's this like catatonic woman who will like occasionally just start to masturbate in front of people. What? It's really disturbing. I found it really disturbing. Like it might be hard to believe, but I found that scene a little disturbing. As I was a, a little disturbed. I was a little bit like, oh, what's this? Um, I'm older now, and so that scene doesn't disturb me in the slightest. <laughs> Because I'm mature and uh, totally stable. 
So, like, that would be that kind of a story where it's, like, you go insane from being raped and then you're, like, super over-sexualized. Yeah. Like, that's an interesting book. I don't think I could deal with that book. No. However, I was already having enough trouble dealing with this book. Trigger warning the book. Yeah. It is seriously, like, any any kind of trauma. This bo- Reading this book is traumatic. Here's the thing that we haven't even gotten to yet and that I wasn't even sure we would or we might want to stop this and then reroute and cut this. Um, this is particularly a trigger warning for you and I. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. And, like, I was like, damn, this is, like, really, um, like, traumatic. Yeah, it's traumatic. To even read it. Yeah. Like the scenes where Arden is essentially raping his wife without realizing yeah. it. Yeah. And it like, yeah, because and like, then I, yeah. It's starting as a rape and turning into consensual sex. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, for sure. Because um, having, and I think that's why I was so angry at. Well, isn't that what the book is trying to do, though? Right? Yeah. Like, fill You're us with this, to like, be dread. Angry. And also and, just like yeah, it's sad. supposed to be horrifying. Yeah, because it's sad. like oh, it's not making light of it, mm-mm. but it's a fucking traumatic thing to read. Yeah, and I mean it. It is like while these are this is a book full of grotesques and is like you know Southern Gothic, like very uh, everything seems very like genre y. It still is like. Um, the fact that she thinks that she's supposed, like, that she's not doing something right when, like, she doesn't want to have sex with Arden and Arden, like, doesn't even bother to check in and be like, is she even enjoying this? Like, is this, like, but instead she's, like, literally crying and he doesn't notice, like, that she's like, oh, I fucked up and did something wrong. Like, certainly, like, when that happened to me when I was younger, I remember thinking, like, on some level, that I had done something wrong. Like, that's never something that any of the characters even really deals with in this book because it's like all of these women in in this book are, like, both buying into the patriarchy and, like, are being controlled by it because they're like, oh, you're not doing... And are trying to rebel against it at the same time. And they're seen as, like, evil and crazy, which is Vera. Yeah. Like Vera's the only one that literally is like, I'm going to take control of my sexuality. But because. And is responding to the craziness as yes. being crazy. And because no one is around to like teach her how to handle it healthily, she is like, that's her default is to like instantly act sexually um, and doesn't know how to like. This girl ain't looking inside and being like, okay, why do I really hate Audrina? Like, why? <laughs> why did I arrange for Audrina's rape? Let's examine yeah. this, Vera. Or, like, why, like, all of these characters at least notice, hey, it's weird that I, like, keep wanting Damien's uh, affection. Approval or, yeah. Yeah, which is, like, I mean, it so accurately encapsulates, like, if you grow up with a lot of, like, internalized misogyny and you... Um, constantly seek male attention at the detriment of, like, your female peers, I felt like this book was, like, showing what happens with that. Because Damien, for sure, is the patriarchy. He is, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a benevolent ruler, like, but at the same time, I'm fucking crazy and will lie to you. And, like, well, here's 
here's what that is what was traumatic for me about the book is that this is very much my dad. Yeah. Were you feeling it's like at times like over affectionate, at times withholding. Mm-hmm. Um the thing where he would like pinch women on the butt mm-hmm. like he owned them. Mm-hmm. My dad did shit like that. Yeah. My dad, we would be walking upstairs or something, mm-hmm. and he would like take his hand and like tap your vagina. Ugh. It was insane. And I did that thing where I turned on him and I was like, never do that to me again. Mm-hmm. And Rose, like, he does, Rose is my stepmother, Mm -hmm. like, he does that to me all the time. And I was like, why are you fucking putting up with that shit? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like just these constant, like, little touches that are like, your body is mine to do with as I please. Yeah. And it's a very like, oh, well, haha, like, this is just a harmless thing. Yeah. When it's like, but it doesn't have to be that way. And I think we're the Vera, right? Because we're like, no, it doesn't have to be that way. But then... Like it's you're painted well, as it's Vera, like, yeah, and that's it's like Andrina, without forgetting <laughs> that she's Andrina. Yeah, well, like the first and best Andrina yeah. is the ideal woman who is like only bringing light and good, only making everybody feel good, constantly like just taking everything that Damien says yeah. as like and the face value. You don't do that, then you are making a mistake, and you need to be changed. Yeah. And like, as we soon need as you to do that, control there's that. something wrong with mm-hmm. you, and I need to put that in check. Mm-hmm. Like, I would start to talk back to my dad when I was an adult mm-hmm. about shitty things he did, and he would become enraged because it's like you used to like you used to call me daddy, and now you yeah. don't do that anymore. You used to be like my princess, and now you don't do that anymore. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me it's right like, now? Like, I grew up. I don't have to. I'm an adult and I don't yeah. have to make all the things that you do okay. I don't have to yeah. justify that on your behalf. I can now say, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, sure, this book is like, this book is a lot of crazy in a book. But I will say, like, I don't think, it, okay, it was crazy. Someone throws their miscarriage at their mom. Yeah. That is crazy. That's fucking The mom insane. bakes a pie instantly. Yeah. That is crazy. She's like, you clean that up. I'm going to bake, bake a pie. pie. I'm also really bad at cooking, but insist on like yeah. doing that. And I don't let people who are better at cooking do it. Anyway. Um, <laughs> cook, cook, cook. Cook, cook, cook. That's all I do. It's it's the We spoke about this our very first episode <laughs> and second episode. That's right. It's the fucking dichotomy of like virgin and cook. Yep. Or cook and slut. Yeah. If if there are people involved, you have to cook a feast, which the fucking dad loves. Yes. He wants feasts all the time. Yep. Um, but yeah, it is it is a very like, oh, you don't just blindly support everything I do. Yes. Um, you're a problem. Yeah. As soon as you disagree with me, you're a problem. Mm-hmm. What you yeah. do is everything you do is a reflection on me. Mm-hmm. And you should be the reflection of me. It's and, like you need yeah. to behave how I want you to behave because you are an extension of me. You are not yourself. Mm-hmm. And his like demonization of other men to Audrina, like being like, oh, well, all men, they just want, you know, they only want like one thing, mm-hmm. which, you know, insinuates that you can only provide one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like having the realization that my dad telling me that was fucked up and I like 
like at the time I was like that was something that parents said to their kids all the time they're like boys only want one thing Mm -hmm. and it's like yes teenagers do have a lot of hormones going on but if you tell a teenage girl don't hang out with boys they only want one thing it means you can only provide them with one thing and it means if you are a sexual person and you want sex yeah that's bad that's bad you're not supposed to do that you're doing what they want what they want you're providing with it completely providing them with the thing and so Adrena's sexual agency is completely denied, and she is shocked when she wants sex. Like, she doesn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, she literally, like, tries to leave the room at one point. Um, and Arden is, like, the nice guy bullshit. Where yeah. He's like, well, he's I'm waiting. the worst version. He's a false of ally. A patient. Yeah. yeah. Husband or boyfriend. Yeah. Where he's like, well, you should like there were times when he was like, I know what a wife is supposed to do. You should want. You should be doing that. You should be doing this. And she's like, I know. I can't. But you know what happened to her. Yeah. You know she needs more time than other women. But the thing is, nobody is fucking communicating in this book. No No one's communicating. Yeah. Because like my dad would do the opposite. My dad would be like, you haven't had sex yet. That's weird. Mm. Interesting. I used to have nightmares um, where in a dream, my dad would be like, well, you're mine now because you haven't had sex yet. You should have had sex. Now you're my wife. Like, truly horrifying things. Like, when people would, when I'd meet people, like, this one person was like, oh, is this your wife? Because they knew he had a younger wife. Oh, my God. And I was, like, horrified. I was like, no. Yeah. And he thought that was... Fun. Ugh. Um, that happens to me. N- not that my dad thinks it's fun because my dad doesn't. <laughs> but that happens to me a lot because people uh, oversexualize Asian women. Oh, yeah. So anytime I'm with my dad, I'm always Jesus like, hey, Christ. dad. Hey, dad. Hey, dad. Because people will think that I'm his like, oh, younger God. wife. It's really gross. <sighs> but my it's dad's really always gross. like, Ugh, no. That's <laughs> nice. Yeah. But that it sounds is a nice. <laughs> or he's always just like, oh, because my dad is awkward and Midwestern. So he's like, Ugh. no. Uh, what I wouldn't give for an awkward Midwestern yeah, awkward dad. Awkward Midwestern dad. Like I've I've said before about how like my dad would say things like to my sister and I like, well, you should dress like you want yes. boyfriends. Ugh. You should, you should like, why aren't you sexual? What's wrong with you? And I always had this sense that he felt like he had done something. Mm. And I was like, did you do something? Yeah. Because what is this your fault? Yeah. Is this your fault that we have a problem with it? Yeah. And it was like, unless we became sexual, then like if we became sexually active, then that absolved him of whatever the fuck. Mm hmm. Mm. Let me tell you something, men's. You don't need to have any kind of say. (laughs) I was like, what's that word? No, men's. You don't need to have any kind of say over how much sex a woman is having. It, you don't need to, like, influence what other women, what other women are, up to. are or are not doing. That's a them thing. You don't... The fact that you feel any kind of responsibility is like, okay, now flags are up. So mm-hmm. I was actually... I'm wondering, because I, I, I don't know if I can even think about reading White Fern. The thing is, with Flowers in the Attic, I was not as disturbed as I am with this book. It felt super fake. 
Flowers in the Flowers Attic. Flowers in the Attic felt fake as fuck. Yeah. And it was like. It's like bananas and like, fake. Whereas this is like, woof. This is real This woof. like really was a, like fucked with my head. Mine too. I there feel There were way weird. too many things that I felt that like hit spots with me. Me too. Yeah. Um, so it's like I can joke about it and make all these comments. Well, that's because we're But Canadians. like at the same time. And we can compartmentalize. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I was truly upset going to sleep last night. I was truly upset when I woke up this morning. Yeah. Uh, it was a problem to my day. Yeah. The yeah. The entire I mean, I like started out with like Arden is sucks. Uh probably because I had a that was the thing I had the most trouble with was like their relationship. Um I mean I did feel for Arden in a lot of ways, but not Yeah. In I mean in the ways I was supposed to feel for him, I felt for him. In the ways yeah. I shouldn't have felt for him, I didn't. Yeah. Um, like the part where, you know, you didn't notice your girlfriend was crying and not screaming out of pleasure. Nope. Screaming out of horror. I will say Vera gave me life. <laughs> Vera gave me life. I was like ready every time. She was like a breath of rancid air. She was like uh, I don't, so. She was the, repetitive, though. She was the repetitive. Same fucking thing. Every time she was on the page. And the fact that Audrina kept fucking falling for it. Yeah, everybody kept... Uh, or the or the fact that Audrina, Audrina wasn't doing much to combat she it. She wasn't doing anything. She was just like, okay. I will say there were, like, some star moments in the book. Uh, definitely Vera's death. Star moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, her flinging <laughs> her miscarriage at her mom. That star, star moment. moment. Star. Star. Star making. 10 out of Star 10 making. would do business again. <laughs> Loved the flinging of the miscarriage. Highly uh, recommend. Highly recommend. Um, uh, great ambiance. Um, the prose. The prose was great. The prose is very good, especially in the first chapter. Mm-hmm. After that, it starts to get like, oh, we get it. Because then she's like more focused on like the plot and the characters and stuff. And so the it's plot like... really seems like she didn't like plot it out that tightly. No, so it was not tight. Star- it started to ramble a bit. It started to become repetitive. It started yes. to seem like she wasn't even sure if Vera was a murderer. Yes. Didn't it seem that way? It seemed like the decision was made that Vera was the murderer in the sentence it was written. Yeah. It was like, do I want Sylvia to be the murderer? Do I want Vera to be the murderer? Because every time Audrina's like, do? like, is Vera the murderer? It's I was like, sort of like uh, the VC? Yeah. VC. Uh, <laughs> Make a decision. Yeah. Hello. Um, uh, yeah, the prose was a star moment. Oh, like the little like weird passive aggressive sexual shit that Vera, like the, I liked the the porn pictures where she just like dumps a backpack full of cut out porn. With glue. With glue. So so they like, would get stuck to Audrina's fingers. And of course, Audrina and, and her. And of course, Damien comes rushing in at the worst yeah. possible time, but immediately knows it's Vera's fault. Yes. I, Okay. All the there were like a bunch of mini star moments of everybody knowing Vera lying and Vera just aggressively lying, like being like, "Yeah, well, I saw her do that," and everyone's like, "We know Vera, you're lying. You are a liar. You're a liar." Um, so yeah, those were probably my star moments. Um, but definitely some. I also loved it when confronted with the fact that people knew it was a lie. She was like, "No." Nobody loves yeah. me every single time. So Vera's she, like, like at defense. the point where she's like, "All right, this isn't going over." <laughs> no one loves me, and she'd run away, running or, away, like, and then fall down the stairs. Her. Ugh. Yeah. So uh, the thing I actually grew very tired of was her constant bone breaking. 
that was stupid. It was so annoying. I was and like, that didn't need to happen for her falling down the stairs at the end. Because she literally that bounced. happen. Well, everybody else died from falling down the stairs. It was very stairs. tragic because every single one of her bones was broken. <laughs> so she was just like a bag of vertebrae at the end. <laughs> She's just like a bag of tiny little owl pellets. <laughs> With a head. With a head. Her head was fine. <laughs> Everything else is like little. Um, I don't know. I think overall, I mean, I didn't like what the book had to say about the patriarchy, but I did like what it had to say. In that, it was so weird because it was like it acquiesced and yet it was like, fuck this. Well, I think it's supposed to leave you feeling hopeless because it is hopeless. Because yeah. you're just like, well, shit. for Audrina. Yeah, and it's and I think it's kind of saying like this is what you're doing when you constantly Ugh. buy into it. Like wake up, otherwise you're gonna be Audrina. The, the fact, fact that you that she goes back. So, but the fact that you painful. want her to leave, I think, is like the intention that like you want her to leave, and then she doesn't, and you're like, ah, shit. Like she's not gonna and leave. What it seemed to me is it's like yeah, she's out of there. I'd like to write other books in mm-hmm. the house though. Yes, uh, I'm gonna have her go back. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. That's what it felt like to me. It felt like so spur of the moment decision. Again, it's like she's not sure if Sylvia's no. a murderer. In fact, she's still not sure if Sylvia's a murderer mm-hmm. because that's what she's like. Oh, a scary premonition about something happening to Papa. Yeah. So she's still not sure if Sylvia's evil or not. But then she so decides like, instantly. Mm, I'm going to set this up for another book. Yeah. I don't know. What is White Fern about? What's I the don't plot know. of White Fern? It was basically just that um, it opens and she's at White Fern and she's talking about, like, Papa being there. Right. So it's her and at least Papa. And I assume she says we. So I feel like Sylvia and uh, Arden B are still there. His whole thing about her wanting to stay at home and take care of him through old age. Yuck. That was a fucking other thing that reminded me of my dad. That reminds me of my mom. The, like, want to be taken care of. Where it's like, fuck, I don't want to fucking do that. I can't make you my whole life. But that's what they want. I don't owe you that. For You have a responsibility to me for bringing me in the world. Uh, my, I mean, I will happily, I would like happily help? take care of parents. But I can't make my life your life. My um cousin or like my second cousin or someone in like my family, uh, he's like 45. He lives with his parents um is single and doesn't do anything except take care of his parents and like shuttle them around and drive them places and take them to like bridge and like doesn't do anything and i remember my grandparents and my mom were like he's such a good son oh my god and i was like and my dad my dad was like what the fuck like he's fucked up like he he doesn't have his own life and everyone's like he's such a good son and it's like that made me sick thinking about living that life. I was like, I, I can't live my life for you. I'm sorry. I went to visit my dad for a month in 2009. And when we like were about to get there, we got there. I can't remember. He was like, by the way, you're my sponsor for the month. And we're going to AA meetings every single day. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> what? And so like I would go to these AA meetings with him every fucking day and I'd cry. Yeah. It was horrible. It's fucking horrible. It was horrible. He, like, usurped your entire month. And then it was, like, when it got really bad, he was, like, you need to come up here for two weeks and help me dry out. I know. I know if you just come up here for two weeks. I just need you. I just need you around Ugh. for two weeks and that I'll dry out. I can get better if you just come for two weeks. And I was, like, I can't yeah. do that. 
I can't I can't handle that emotionally, medically. You yeah. need assistance yeah. to dry out. You are too far gone to just be like, I'm going to stop drinking. Yeah. Way too far gone. And then he flipped out on me. Ugh. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. So yeah, this book, like, if you're reading this book and you're like, Damien's crazy. It's like, there you go. Yeah, but real. <laughs> That's a real thing. I think that these characters do, like, exist somewhere. And it's like, women live for me. Mm-hmm. Women live for me. They don't live for themselves. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Well... Hope you guys had fun. Super real. uh, Listening to to this and also reading the book if you did. Um, But yeah, it's a lot. Uh, If you want to, uh, again, we're going to plug Possible Mermaids uh, Tumblr, Tumblr, which is CastileKidsStoleMyGroceries.tumblr.com. And less traumatic and more funny than reading the book. Yeah, it's very funny. but yeah, it. I don't know. Overall, I mean, I guess I'm glad to have talked about the book with you. Yes, I. It's like both a good book and a very bad book. Yeah, it's exactly my thought. It's very. It's really hard to make a decision about which it is. Yeah, because ah, it seems so crazy, but it's like kind of. I mean, it is crazy, but it's kind of not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you decide? <laughs> I'm glad that Weigh we in, listeners. Uh, I will say I'm glad that we now found a new qualifier in our cunt sliding scale mm-hmm. with now hashtag, hashtag all, caps all caps Vera, Vera at the top because Vera doesn't have gradients. No, no, no. She is she's all, all or caps. <laughs> she's all caps all the time, baby. She is uh, pedal to the metal. Yeah, uh, all oct- high octane, all nitrous, miscarriage flinging, all miscarriage flinging. Uh, sharp nail scratching. Uh, <laughs> oh, remember that part where they go swimming and she steals Audrina and Arden's <gasps> clothes? <laughs> oh, yeah. So that they have to be naked together in the woods. In the woods. She is so fucked up. Yeah. Holy in fucking the same shit. woods in which she arranged a rape of that of person whose clothes she stole. Audrina and Arden witnessed it. She is so fucked up. She's so fucked up. Holy shit. So anyway, at least we never had a Vera. We never had a Vera. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Um, Can you imagine? No. That would be horrible. I mean, I don't think I could come in. Maybe does exist, but that's the person who I'm like, well, that person doesn't exist. That's not a real person. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I did have like a certain cousin who would terrorize me a lot, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was like pretty bad. Oh, you had real life Vera. Mm, she oh, okay. wasn't. She wasn't she, a range of rape type cousin. Not that. No. So she wasn't that. She was like, <laughs> she was like the more low key shit of like whispering to you about like, oh, like my dad has this condition where his hands shake a lot. Oh. And um, I remember one time I was cold and we were at the beach and I was like putting together, um. Like, I was putting away the beach ball, and she's like, your hands are shaking just like your sick dad's. <gasps> Holy shit. So, I mean. The, oh, so you like, had real world Vera. So, like, low-key, like, the weird insults and, like, constantly, like, making you feel shitty Vera, but not, like, large-scale Vera. But she would, like, come in and be like, um, like, she would she would say, like, weird sexual shit, too. Like, I remember. Really? 
Yeah, I remember one time she was like, I was told once that I have a perfect ass. And I was like, <laughs> how I was like, old was she? Was, uh, probably 19. All right. But I remember being like, why is this relevant to me? Why do I care? <laughs> why? Under what circumstances why do, I, need to do I care? And there was a brief period where she pretended to be my friend for like a year. Yeah. So a lot of uh, too close, too close to home stuff. Yeah. But uh, fun times. So that's V.C. Andrews, my sweet Audrina. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Yeah. Um, this is a weird one. This, this was a weird This one. is why we woke up feeling crazy this morning. Dude, I had some weird fucking dreams. I was Luckily, crying in my sleep. Have, oh, my God. But I don't remember. I just woke up and was like, <gasps> that thing, and then your <laughs> pillow's wet. But I don't know what it was. I'm sorry. That's uh, okay. I mean, I don't remember it, so it's fine. <laughs> just like Audrina. Just like, oh, my God. Am oh, I Audrina? How old am I? I don't know how old I am. You, you never remember know. that? I didn't know how old I was. Oh, my <gasps> fucking God. Am I Am I the first and Are best we Audrina? together? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Are we together? Are Wait. you first and best and I'm second? No. Are we both first and best, best and, and both, both second? second? Yeah. Well, everybody go home and take the am I, am, which, which Audrina, Audrina am, am I on BuzzFeed quiz? <laughs> <laughs> that should definitely be a it's quiz. It's just like based on like your favorite gum flavor. <laughs> which dessert would you choose? Oh, you're second, Audrina. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Do you like flan or Oreo cookie shake? <laughs> Oh, you're Vera. <laughs> oh, you're Vera. Oh, no. Yeah. Or like the soul of your sister who you hate. <laughs> oh, you're Vera. Oh, you're, your fake dead sister's empty coffin. <laughs> Next week, we're coming back with Last Vampire number two. Fuck yeah. Black Blood. Oh, I'm so excited to get back sick. to some Pike and some Sita. Yeah, I'm back to like, I'm, I'm ready to go back I, to like medium mm, evil. Yeah. I, this was a bit much for our usual. This was a bit much. This was it's like. a bit much. Yeah. This was like we read about swimming and then went in the ocean. It's like you go in for a cone of soft serve mm-hmm. and then you get a gallon of Rocky Road. Yes. And you're like, the texture's different. Like, yes. It's, I have to use a spoon now. Like, yeah. You very thought you were confusing. going in for like chocolate vanilla swirl soft yes. serve. On a cone. Like, you think you're going into a comfortable hot tub, like you said, and then it turns out it's a rocky ocean. It's yeah. like the Atlantic Ocean. Like, on a have you guys day. seen Planet Earth 2, where the penguins have to go through like storm ridden waters that keep crashing on rocky cliffs and they just get battered and beaten mm-hmm. and are covered in blood by the time they get back to their mm-hmm. families? So you think you're going to like Bali. And then you end up on some weird fucking island surrounded by storms off the coast of the Antarctic. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I'm going to watch this guilty pleasure movie. And then it turns out it's Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> but that's it's also like a documentary of your life. <laughs> so anyway, hope you guys are feeling great. See you guys next week for Black Blood. <laughs> Keep it creepy. Keep it. Not as creepy as this, though. 
just medium. Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Teen Creeps Pod. You can direct all inquiries to teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you're reading along with the podcast, you can now find our book schedule at teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy.